Hey, it is day six of Audio Mo, and it's also the U.S. presidential elections going on today. And being a displaced American that I am, I have a eye across the sea to see what's going on over in my home country, Romney or, or Barrick. Um, people keep texting me and tweet to me asking me which one am I for um yeah who am I for do I want to make this a political no I don't want to make this a political um boo you know what who cares who I'm for really in the long run everybody has to make their own decisions on whom they think best represents them um in this sort of whole politics arena and what I really wanted to boo about was um, partly a response to two bits of information or things I've came across uh, this evening. One, I was listening to uh, Leanne, fellow audio mover, mover. Um, her boo for today was a question around, so where are they going to put advertising? And she was asking a question in terms of, with the sort of, on-demand media and the like, um, where's advertising going to go? And the other piece that I was reading tonight, and and certainly something clicked between the two, was um, I have the sort of September-October copy of R2, which is uh, the magazine known as Rock and Real. Um, And I was reading the editor's comments and he was saying how he was saddened by the recent demise of word the word magazine a magazine that i used to read as as well which when it you know when it launched um nine years ago um i thought oh, this is a pretty cool format um but they are now because of the difficulties in publishing uh, and the change in nature of the music business are finding themselves having to shut the door now, partly, you know, it was a big magazine, a big magazine that was launched by David Hepworth and Mark Allen and Andrew Harrison. Um, and they, you know, they relied heavily on um, the marketing budgets from various record companies. But now that those budgets have shrank and the record companies aren't spending the kind of money that they did, that budget no longer exists or it's diminished um, in that sense, and there's a lot of things going on in the music industry, um, in terms of you know what's causing the music, you know, the, the physical music industry, um, in its decline, and you know the statistics are out there that the sale of, of discs have now been exceeded by digital downloads, um, and younger generation, um. There's a tendency for them to expect to have their music for free, basically. You know, if you think back to Napster and and I think there's Pirates Bay and there's all these file sharing um, sites out there where you can, you know, you can get your music for free. Um, so that almost becomes an expectation of that. And so if people aren't buying music, then of course, yes, you know, the record companies are struggling um, to make money in that sense. Hence, they don't have the kind of budgets that they would have used to um, advertise in. 
magazines like The Word. And so how did this tie in with Leanne's boo about advertising piece? Now, R, uh, R2, or um, Rock and Reel, um, a smaller magazine, doesn't have the budget of The Word, doesn't have the kind of budget of Mojo or Q magazine. They've managed to continue um, to keep their doors open, keep the publication uh, rolling out, despite the economic climate that's going on now and the in the um and what's happening with the record companies and the diminished budget and, and all of that. And one of the things that um Sean McGee is, points out, who's the editor of R2, is that the thing that's probably been there saving Grace is the fact that actually they started out as a, a a fanzine that was being printed out of out of out of his bedroom, basically. So it was a bedroom produced fanzine. Um, they grew the readership at the grassroots level. So, you know, from their early days, you know, they were counting on the sort of personal contacts that they've made with independent artists and, um, you know, diehard music fans. Um, you know, because people were, were big fans, you know, they contributed to the magazine, very knowledgeable, full of enthusiasm. So, and because it was grassroots, they were able to have access um, and produce content for the fanzine. Now, this is interesting to me for a couple of reasons, because we've launched Radio Warwickshire. Um, and part of the vision for that was the fact about bringing the bringing radio back to the people. Um, and it, yeah, making it accessible. So, I mean, that's where we started from. But what we've been finding over um, the time that we've been going out and and letting people know that we exist, that it's become quite a draw for people. So, and, and I guess I'm thinking about the sort of grassroots thing is that you know we're making a lot of connection with filmmakers, we're making a lot of connection with musicians. We're making a lot of connections with people in the community who have a story that they want to to share, um, and it just seems uh, to be taking on a life of its own, and it's sort of snowballing in the sense that it's becoming a place that people are gravitating um, towards, you know, um, and wanting to participate, to be a part of, to share um, their music, to share their films, to share their stories, um, and so. You know, I'm I'm heartened by that. The fact that you know, here's a, you know, it's a platform, and people are gravitating towards that because it brings us together and it gives them a place to, to sort of share. And so, when I'm looking at our two story, and I'm thinking, yeah, it was the, it's his grassroots beginnings, not the big budgets, um, to start a big budget glossy magazine, but it's his grassroots origins of producing a fanzine out of his bedroom. That has kept the diehard fans around, um, who are the ones that make the magazine able to continue being published. Where a magazine like The Word is now um, having to sort of shut down. Um, so now to bring it all the way back and tie into uh, Leanne's question about. Where are we going to advertise? And it's and I guess this is just probably age old um, 
I don't know, is it advertising 101 or marketing 101? But it's just that it's that it's a person to person thing, isn't it? It's the, um, you know, it's yeah, it's me telling Joe and Susan and Bill and Jim about some product that I have or some piece of music that I've listened to or some film that I watched or um, some anything, some new gadget that I have. Um, it's a whole sort of word of mouth thing that's always been the most powerful form of advertising. And then if you think about just the power of social media, I mean, we got this audio boo, um, and, you know, doing audio mo, and then the people are on this, this, that sort of stream, um, and we're connecting and talking, and people are sharing their experiences with things. Some people are talking about gadgets, some people are talking about um, books or films or music that they've interacted with or embraced and there's your advertising right there twitter you know and people are gets the streams are just mad with product recommendation product products slatings and you know you do make a bad move as a as a what your product and it's out being tweeted all over the place um about it so and I think, and I can't remember the story exactly, but I know there was something with Ford and someone just tweeted something that wasn't positive towards one of the cars and uh, created a big stir. Um, so much so that a lot of companies now actually employ people who spend their time with the social media bit. So they're, you know, I have a friend who's, you know, the sort of nearly full-time job is, you know, managing the Facebook page and, you know... Um, and paying attention to what's going on on Twitter and tweeting. You know, that's a full-time job. And I remember uh, when one of the versions of Firefox had updated and I couldn't see my back button. And just out of frustration, I tweeted, you know, what the heck happened to the back button, Firefox, blah, 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 blah. And within minutes, I got a tweet back from Firefox, direct message telling me what I needed to do. Um, to solve the problem, so you know they're paying attention to the Twitter feeds, and you know a lot of people still, even now, you know I I tweet a lot, and people go, oh I don't understand, I don't get Twitter, why do I, why would I want to, um, pay attention to what people have been eating for breakfast, and I think people who still are saying that, yes there are people out there tweeting mundane stuff, but people who still hold the belief, ah, you know I don't want to be involved in that kind of stuff and listen to what people I think they just really don't get um the power of something like Twitter the power of something like Facebook in terms of connecting with other folks in terms of if we're talking advertising here how quickly um you can spread a message about a product how quickly you can share with you know I've got I don't know, six, seven hundred followers on my Twitter, but imagine if I tweet that out, you know, and, you know, say only 200 other people actually see the tweet, but then if they start retweeting to their networks, and then their networks are retweeting, retweeting, I mean, you can quickly see how this thing could just go mad in terms of sort of going viral or reaching, um, you know, a big audience. And I mean, if I just think of the, um, our radio workshop as well. I mean, we've only been doing stuff locally, 
right? But we, but because we use Facebook and because we tweet um, quite a lot, you know, looking at the Google Analytics, we can see that you know there's people in various bits of the world who have come visit the site, have repeat come back, um, and we've not gone out and advertised in any of these countries. Um, in fact, we don't even have an advertising up as a traditional advertising. Say, all we have is a, we've got a, you know, we've got the um, an internet presence. So we have the the website. We do the audio boo. So we use the audio audio boo for our, um, you know, you get an out there field reporting. We use the audio boo. It's a fantastic um, tool for that. You know, sometimes we record them on the Zoom mics. But of course, that adds another step. If you record it on a Zoom, then you got to pull it off the Zoom and you got to um, edit it um, and get it back onto Audio Boo. But the beauty of Audio Boo, I think, is the fact that, like what I'm doing right now, I'm just using my iPhone to record um, my Audio Boo. And then I'll finish and hit publish, throw, put a picture up, uh, a title, and I'll hit save and upload and whammo. It's out there, so we use Audio Boo. We've got the website. We're Twitter using Twitter. We're using Facebook. Um, and while we're not like advertising, advertising, but because we're sharing stuff, you know, the advertising in that sense happens. So I guess that's my long way of saying um, where are you going to put advertising? I think you know R two tells a good story. The fact that. It's because they started out with the grassroots, um, and they've got fans who turn on other fans who turn on other fans to the magazine. It continues to be able to be published where some uh, where the word bigger budget magazine um, is folding up shop and thinking about radio workshop, you know being global in that sense without the intention of it being in global you know we didn't set out for it to be but the fact that you know once you're out there on the internet and twittering and facebooking it just goes wherever it's going to go because the next person retweets and sends it on so that's where i think um advertising is is going and it's tapping into the most powerful form of advertising which is you know, the word of mouth, the personal recommendations. Okay, so that's my um, thoughts on that particular topic. Um, I think it's now time to chill out. I had a long day at work today. I had two couple long days, um, and I think they might have caught up with me. So I'm determined determined, absolutely determined to try and beat, I'm saying try, see I'm already resolve is weakening, I'm determined to be in bed for 10 o'clock tonight, I've got to catch up on my sleep, the last two nights I think I've had grand, you know, grand, over the two nights I've had a grand total of eight hours of sleep between the two nights, so i got to claw back a couple of those hours tonight. So that's me, Audio Boo number six, Audio Boo Mo. Oh, that's just going to be the death of me, isn't it? <laughs> I get it. Audio Mo number six.
finished, done, dusted. See you guys. I ain't gonna see you tomorrow, am I? I'll hear you guys tomorrow. Um, on that note, good night.